Hello and welcome back to another episode of Faye Answered Questions. This is a podcast where the Faye family tries to answer questions about life. This is a special episode because it is the last one that we're recording for the season, but it's not the, it's the second to last episode that'll come out. But joining me are my co-hosts, Mom and Dad. Hello. G'day. So, Mom, Dad, what is the topic today? Today's topic goes along with uh, this month. What is the focus of this month, which is mental health? The, the mental health topic, honestly, folks, listen, it came up, um, and if you listen to last week's episode, it came up because where I work, we had a young man, teenager, throw himself out a window and kill himself. You know, uh, look, he was less than 20 years old and there's nothing in this life that happens that cause, that should cause, should cause a 20 year old or less than 20 year old to throw themselves out a window and kill themselves. All right. And so I wanted, I wanted, me. Uh, I wanted to talk about mental health because it's a topic that's affected our family mm-hmm. um, and it's a topic that, uh, it, you know, just top of the mind awareness, I guess. You know, people need to understand about mental health and where people are and, and not necessarily how to treat it or how to do anything with it, but just just from a standpoint of Am I depressed? Am I upset? What What's going on? On that point, I want to say there is a difference between mental health and mental illness. But if you don't take care of your mental health, it can exacerbate the issues of mental illness. So you you want to take care of your mental health. If you're feeling a little blue or a little down or a little overstressed, Take a day for yourself. In fact, yeah. I, I did that on Friday. I just, I could not face going into the office one more day. I couldn't mm-hmm. face dealing with the drama, the, the angst, the stupidity. And it, it's, you know, you, you work in an environment that is supposed to be all adults and it's like being in junior high all mm-hmm. over. And that's wearing and it wears you out. And so, I mean, I will tell you, Friday I took off and I didn't do much. I went to lunch with a girlfriend. We had a good chat. I did a little bit of shopping that needed to be done. I came home. I watched, I mean, really good thing to watch when you're taking a day off is your favorite show, Binge. So death in paradise, here we came. (laughs) Um, so I watched that and, you know, did a little few things around the house. So I didn't have to do them today. It's just, you know, and I feel better for it. I'm like, okay, I can face another, another week. Mandatory disclaimer. Uh, we're not in any way qualified. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) We are definitely, we are not mental health professionals. We are not mental health professionals. Um, from our point of this view, is, yeah, what we have done to help ourselves and what more, works. More <laughs> anecdotal. 
yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, listen, um, uh, just just for all of you uh, folks in the uh, cyber world land, uh, we, you know, we're here for entertainment purposes only, but uh, we speak from experience. So for for me to speak about mental health, and I'm sure mom would agree, you know, my previous employment left me in a state of post-traumatic stress syndrome, PTSD, uh, let's just call it that. I've had to seek help to navigate the world after what I was doing in order to be able to function. So you've got to be careful with how you handle things and, and what things come up in order to be able to be a productive member of society and not hurt yourself, not hurt anyone. Absolutely. I guess that's big, one of the biggest takeaways here is if you feel like you need help, go get help. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out to somebody. And there's, in this day and age, and especially with this past year of COVID, there's so many helps you can do online. Um, there's counselors that do sessions online. There's, you know, if you do a, a, fa- a telemed, Zoom, whatever, FaceTime call with them, yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. They also have different sites that you can work through without having to talk with somebody, but they have steps you can work through and um, workbooks to work through to help you and goals that you need to meet every day or every week. And that there's one, I can't think of the name of it, but it's like $150 a month, but you can use it as much as you need to get through. And that's the important part. Yeah, talking to friends is great. And sometimes that's all it takes is having a chat with your family. If your family's very supportive and understanding or having chat with friends that have, you know, experienced the same thing. But sometimes you need that qualified professional that's a third party that has no skin in the game except for your well-being. And they can come at it at a different point of view, a clear head, and can help you through it. And that's that's the big thing. And there should never be a stigma around your mental health because it is part of who you are. And it is part of staying healthy, mind, body, and spirit, soul, however you want to say it. But, you know, that that's part of keeping you healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said about having somebody else that has it no stake in what you're going through that can provide that different point of view. Because I know this year and parts of last year, you know, I needed to talk to someone <laughs> that like wasn't, you know, involved in what I was going through. And they 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 all had good different points of view that helped me get out of like the rut mm-hmm. that I was in. I think the big thing we're trying to get across in this episode, you know, you're going to run into shit in life. Like, life happens. Okay? And you're going to have good days, and you're going to have bad days. Some days you're going to go to the office, and it's going to be a bad day. All right? The boss is going to yell at you. The things are going to go wrong. Okay? 
that's all right. That's just a bad day. Okay. (laughs) There's no need to throw up and put your hands up and wave the white flag. And that's a bad, that's a character building day. That's where you decide and find out what you're made of. All right. Those days are going to happen. The days we're talking about string back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And it's not, it, it's not your bosses yelling at you. It's, it, it, it's not the, uh, oh my God, you know, everyone hates me type day. No, it's those days where you wake up and you can tell within yourself something's wrong. And those days string together one after the other, after the other, after the other. We're, we're, we're talking about you can tell something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And for me, for me personally, you know, folks, uh, just so you know, for me personally, my, my father passed away just before Christmas. We buried my father Christmas Eve. And we watched that on a YouTube video because, or a YouTube live feed, excuse me, because I couldn't fly home to Australia to be there with my family for my dad's funeral. Does that affect a person? Absolutely that affects a person. Yeah. And it affects a person that's been involved with a lot of death and a lot of uh, sadness in their life a lot. And I was able in uh, January, uh, late January, because I tried to tough it out, you know, God, you tough it out. That's what you do. You just get through it. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's not what you do. But in, in late January, I, I went and visited with a doctor. But I was able to say to that doctor, you know, hey, I've been down this road before. I know these signs. I I know what's happening. You know, this is not me as a normal operating human being. And you can talk to that doctor on a personal basis from personal experience about this isn't normal. This is not what normally happens. This is where I'm at. And you can get help. And, you know, it doesn't have to be permanent. It doesn't mean you're defective. I don't feel like I'm defective. I need a little bit of help to get through a little bit of time to deal with something that was very traumatic traumatic for me. And, you know, my dad's death wasn't the only thing that happened around that point in time. And that is all you guys need to know. So we were dealing with two or three things at that point in time. It was a rough Christmas. It was a rough Christmas. This Christmas was not fun. And and as a dad, it wasn't fun. You know, as a dad, it was very tough for me. Mm. It was very tough for me. Because I felt like like a failure. I felt like I screwed up. I felt like I'd done something wrong. And so... You know, it's not wrong to go and ask someone who is a healthcare professional and say, this is all that's going on. And 
you know, been here before, know what's going on. And past Christmas, like, I remember sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't know how dad is, like, even, like, functioning right now, like, with, with everything that was happening. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I was like, this has got to be taking a toll, but you're still, you know, present. You still would talk and joke with us a little bit, you know, over the Christmas. And I, I remember thinking about, about both of you guys. I was like, they're so much, you know, like tougher and just like stronger than like, and like, then I know I am right now. Like I, I would be a mess if that happened. <laughs> Over Christmas, I don't know how you guys do it. Well, you do have to remember that we have a bit of life on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've experienced um, highs and lows through our life and how to deal with them. And sometimes your lows are so overwhelming that you do need help. And I'm, I will say I used to never have issues with depression or um, not being able to handle things. But as life wears you down, and depending on your circumstances, you may never have that. And if you are fortunate enough for that, that's great. But please be understanding of others who who may have had more wearing down or a harsher experiences than you. And, you know, I it used to never bother me. I could brush it off. I could brush things off and just move on. But I think having children and raising you guys and and having to move. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved moving. I was the catalyst on some of those moves <laughs> <laughs> and enjoying that and seeing all of that, that you do have to make new friends and new support group or whatever, everywhere you go. And that will wear on you after a while um, because, you know, all of a sudden you're away and you've, you've left everybody that you've ever known. And, so then that makes it kind of hard. So I know now, and, and I've had to, to get help in the past, and, and I know now what my triggers, some of my triggers are. And I also know what my telltale signs are of what's happening. So on the days that I am super, super, super up, and I am talking so fast, your dad's just looking at me like, oh boy, here we go. That is a really high, high for me. And I know it and I try to stop it and I know what's coming. That pendulum is going to go the other way. And my goal is to try to catch it before it goes too far past center because I have been the high highs and then it hits the low lows. And when it hits those really low lows, it takes a while for me to come out of them. And, and it could be. I don't know what triggers it, but I know the signs. And so it's being self-aware and knowing, okay, let me talk myself through this. Let's make sure we get enough sleep. Let's make sure our diet is, is in place. Let's make sure we're getting enough exercise. It's all of those things to help and to know what makes you feel better. So one of my problems is a lot of times at night, I can't shut my brain off. My body is absolutely exhausted, but my brain will not shut off. And I'm replaying everything that's happened in the past week at work or whatever. I do have, I do have something I can take for that to help me shut my brain off so I can sleep and get that rejuvenation that I need. Like I never knew 
you dead or even mom like had gone to like talk to anybody like about stuff because like all we all we see like from the kids side is you kind of like tough it out <laughs> and like yeah it might be like you know bad for a while and then after a bit like oh back to you know normal i think that's a generational thing like and particularly for me if and, and you understand now um, mm-hmm. a lot better because of where you are yeah is it was a it was not only generational for us growing up that you just shut up and get on through it that's the way it happened yeah um, <laughs> but it was also my career yeah. was hell you would not ever say anything that would put you in jeopardy and so you just toughed up and you got through it uh i think the thing for me and the reason we're talking about mental health and the reason we're talking about understanding the signs of depression or needing to talk to someone is the older I have gotten. Yes, folks, I'm old. It's okay. It happens mm-hmm. to everyone is I'm watching young people where I work. And just in this year, the fall of 2020, the spring of 2021, with the COVID pandemic that's gone on and everything that's happened in the last 12, 15 months, it, where I work, we've had four or five young, and I say young adults, they're uh, 18 to 21, kill themselves. They've committed suicide. And uh, I, I sit here in, in, at my age and go, what the hell is going on that a 18 to 21 year old thinks it's necessary to take their life? You know, that's a pretty permanent friggin' solution to something mm-hmm. that is temporary. And I've had from my own experience, so people don't jump down me and email me and tell me how ugly I am. And <laughs> I've had numerous people that I worked with in my previous career commit suicide. But then we did some pretty intense stuff. Yeah. And, you know, when you go from being hero to being zero, then that weighs on Their solution was to take their own life. I don't agree with that. Uh, but none of them, none of them reached out. None of them wanted to talk. None of them did anything with anybody. They just took their own life. And the first part I knew about it was a phone call to let me know that they'd taken their own life. Mm. And so you're left sitting here going, what could I have done? What could I have done? And so I guess the reason we're talking about this now is what can we do? You know, not, we're not mental health professionals. We, we can't diagnose anything. We can't tell you you're schizophrenic. We can't tell you you're depressed. We can't tell you you're this or that. What we can tell you is, hey, we'll listen. And we will help you to our ability find a mental health professional that can help you. Mm-hmm. 
You do not have to go to drastic measures. Let us help you find somebody that can actually give you the medical attention you need. Yeah. And along that same line is you need to be aware and be cognizant of what other people and their behaviors are. Like if you know somebody you work with at work and they're, they're usually a pretty even killed person and then they, their personality changes a little bit or they're a little bit off that day. You know, Hey, pull back on the jokes. Yeah. Go to them one on one. Hey, is everything okay? Do you, are, are you sure you're okay? You know, what's going on? I'm happy to listen, but be aware that, that words, the yeah. words you say have lasting effects on people. So just be careful with your words. Make sure you're not tearing somebody down. It's, of course, I say this, but don't ever bribe with me because everybody's a dumbass when I oh, drive. Yeah. <laughs> so, but in that same breath, I'm not saying it to somebody's face. It's just venting in the car and getting it out so nobody hears it and I'm fine. But that's, it's one of those things you just be aware of what you're saying to somebody. You don't know how you say something to somebody may be that trigger. And I'm not saying you have to be cautious, but be aware of how people are behaving around you. Just pay attention and treat right. people how, how you want to be treated. I mean, you know, that's what we were always told, you know, treat somebody how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want to be treated horribly, then please go and get some help. That's that. That's not normal. No, sorry, that's, that's <laughs> not normal at all. <laughs> You're better than that. And, and I, I think, I think Dad's right. It's generational on how we deal with it, and it, and it is very good that the younger generations now are recognizing mental health is a big part of being a whole health, healthy person, and there should not be a stigma around it. And I, I've said for probably a number of years, it's just, I, I would take a random day off of work and it was like, well, I'm like mental health day. And they look at you kind of funny. And I'm like, listen, you people driving me crazy. There, there's mm -hmm. no reason for this. I need a break from you. And two days at the weekend are just not going to do it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, I, I did think about it. I thought, oh, coming up to the end of the month, I have a three day weekend. I can, and I was like, no, I can't put myself through the stress. I need a day off. And I took that day off and I did not check emails. I do have my work email on my phone because of uh, having to work from home this last year at different points in time. And I made a point, don't look at it. If I saw the little number just increasing by that icon, I would clear it because I can't handle that. <laughs> I would just, I would look, but I would clear the, the number because I was just like, you know what? The world's not going to stop if I don't get something done. It, you know, the, somebody else can step up and, and get that, that little bit of a project done or whatever. But for my sanity, I took that day and it was, it was very good. I mean, I, I really didn't do much, but I did stuff for me. I put on my, my uh, Hulk green mask on my face and mm. <laughs> deep conditioned my hair and spent the two hours to straighten it. I mean, it's a big old mess and to straighten it properly, it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. So I did that and I put on my makeup for myself and I went 
shopping and I went to lunch and I came home and, you know, binge watched one of my favorite shows that had new episodes and did a little bit of laundry and, you know, petted the dog and, you know, animals having a pet. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say that. I was going to say, get a pet. Get a dog. A dog or a cat. Cats are good too. If you're a cat person, get a dog. dog. (laughs) We're dog people. They're they're very important. We have a ten year old Great Pyrenees that was we got him. He was my dog, and next in line was Josh as his person. Mm -hmm. And over the past year or so, year eighteen months past year, 18 months, really in the last little bit, for sure, he has changed who his person is. It's dad. Like, dad <laughs> is his person. Now, he will still don't, don't walk in the yard without permission because he will take you down and he will still protect me to the death. But he knows dad needs a bit more loving. And so they have their cuddle time in the morning when dad's drinking his tea on the couch. Bear has to come and and, you know, we're, we're talking, if you don't know what a Great Pyrenees is, this is a 120-pound lap dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> full of fluff and lays there with his head on his lap. And he gets sulky and pouts if he doesn't get couch time with Daddy. He mm. will come and push him there. But he also knows he knows what kind of day he's having. And, and he'll, he'll come and spend extra time with him and nudge on him and want to be loved on and just – doesn't even actually have to be petted. If you just, if he stands there, if you just put your hand on his head and just move your fingers a little bit, he's happy. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. He's there for you. Dogs instinctively pick up on that, but it also gives you something else besides yourself to care about. So yes, while a goldfish and lizards and that kind of stuff is great, and you can just throw a little food in there and be done. A dog, you actually have to walk, you have to feed, right, you have yeah. to care for them. So you're caring for somebody else, somebody else or something else that's not, that can't for themselves. And they give so much back. They know they'll sit there like when, when you have a bad day, they'll come up on the bed with you and just lay there. Um, you know, they give you that, that ability to, say things out loud like you're talking to them, but they have no idea what, what you're talking about, but you're able to get it out and felt heard because they unconditionally love you. This is why the man's best friend. Yes. Be responsible if you get a pet. Make sure you're a responsible pet owner. Right. As in, take your little poopy bags when you go for a walk and don't let them do it in somebody's yard without cleaning up. <laughs> get you shot. <laughs> you know, just... Stuff like that, just little things to help with that it is great. Make sure and you get sunshine. I know that sounds crazy if you're stuck in an office, like my office, literally I have no windows, but I get a 15 minute break. I get two 15 minute breaks that legally I can take. You know what I do now? I walk around the block about three times. And I, so I get my, I get extra steps in that day and I get sunshine and it lifts my mood. Oh, for sure. Cause I was, I was on, um, uh, like the graveyard shift for the past couple months. So like I went to bed as the sun was coming up and then I 
got up and only had a few hours of sunlight <laughs> yeah. or, you know, before it was dark again. And then, oh, sitting at work and like just my mood and everything was just awful. Right. But, yeah, definitely get out, get some sun. Yeah, sun, bit of exercise. I mean, when we lived in the in the northwest up close to the Canadian border where summer was literally three months. <laughs> that was debatable, folks. Yeah, that was debatable. But was. Ben, ben was born with jaundice, and he still suffered a bit with it then. And so I would go and start the truck, and and he would bundle up, and I'd be like, put your, put your face in the sun. Like, you know, up against the window where the sun is, whatever, you're getting sunlight. Mm-hmm. And we'd stick him out there with his books to read for, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever, to help with that. And it does help. It changes. You get the vitamin D you need naturally. It lifts your mood. It makes you feel better. Gives you a bit mm-hmm. of energized feeling. Absolutely. It's funny. You got to treat him like a plant, make sure he gets enough sun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give him some water. Put him in no, the he does that himself. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> sort of. I will say this: what works for you may not work for somebody else. I had somebody keep telling me, "Oh, when I feel blue, I do stuff for other people." So you're feeling down, going, and I'm like. That's the last thing I want to do. I can barely get a shower. Okay. I'm doing good to get a shower. My energy is going to get a shower and get to work, do my job, come home. I'm neglecting my family because I don't have the energy. The last thing I want to do is go do something for somebody else. (laughs) So, you know, be, be, be cognizant be sensitive to that and be aware, you know, not everybody's the same. In conclusion, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what works for you may not work for someone else. If you think you need help, you know, talk to someone. That's the best way to help, you know, get through your situation. You might see something a different way or somebody else might see something a different way, help you get out of your rut. And it's, it's good just to don't, don't keep shit, you know, like bottled up forever. That'll, that'll just eat away at you. But yeah. What else? Is there anything else that we have here at the end of the, end of the episode? I think I just would like to say, as the mom's point of view, take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. Most people are very cognizant of you know, physical health, exercise, eating correctly. Mental health is part of that, so you are a complete healthy person. Just be aware of that. Take care of yourself. Reach out. If you have a friend reach out to you, just listen. Don't offer any advice. Just be a true friend. No judgment. Just listen. And that may be all they need. And then you don't have to internalize their stuff. You don't have to take it on. You're just a sounding board. And then go on. And hopefully your friend will reciprocate that. My final word is there is absolutely nothing Nothing in this life that necessitates you taking your own life. Everything can be dealt with. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you think you've done or what has happened to you. 
everything can be worked through and everything can be solved to a point that you do not have to take such drastic measures, uh, particularly if you're young. I would hate to be a parent. I would hate to be a parent that, that woke up one morning and got a phone call or a visit from a law enforcement agency that let me know one of my children had taken their own life. I, I don't, I could not deal with that. So if you need help, if you need help finding help, help finding help, which again, we are not mental health professionals, but if you need help finding help, you drop us an email, anonymous. I don't care. Just give us your country and your city, and we will find you help. All right? Because there is no need to do anything so drastic as that. There is. But I think it's a good good note to end on there. Um, So thanks for sticking with us through this episode and this season. Um, Especially if you've made it through this episode, there's a lot of... I'll just say sound issues, which I think we've gotten to the bottom of <laughs> this point. So ho- hopefully season three will be better. It will be. We'll buy a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, that would help immensely. And we'll only let the dog bark three or four times. <laughs> yeah, and you won't sound like you're dying of the Rona. Allergies. <laughs> But yeah, um, oh yeah, we should wrap this up. <laughs> but anyway, see, yeah, drop us an email, reach out to us, send us a question. If you got a question that you want some strangers on the internet to answer, tell your friends, tell your family about the podcast, tell your enemies, tell people that you're apathetic toward. <laughs> like, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Yep, do all that. Do all that nonsense. Um, you guys know what to do. But thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Later.